We're back for episode 11. We're back. Wow, 11. Yes. We're seasoned vets by this point. It's pleasant. We're seasoned veterans of the podcasting medium by this point. Well, yes, yeah. It's like, yeah, we've completed our talk of juicy (laughs) podcast. (laughs) And now we're coming back for more. Yeah, this is our (laughs) reunion tour. Yeah, yeah. One, one day later. And if this is as good as the previous two episodes, excluding the one that I'll address later, if this is yes. as good as episode 10 and the Lucia interview, then, you know, we've got three great ones. I know, in a row. And, um, yeah, it's probably good we have, have sort of disowned the... I feel like the, one, the, the fireside chat that wasn't really a fireside chat from last night was almost like the kind of holiday special. Shall we, shall we address the fireside chat now? To address the elephants in the room. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yesterday at about 11 o'clock, we recorded... Uh, well, on my side, incredibly waved fireside chat. Yeah. Which was... On your side, you're incredibly waved. <laughs> on my side, I was just incredibly tired. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had my eyes closed for most of it. <laughs> <laughs> I did not notice that. And it's probably the worst content we've ever produced. Um, so I deleted it just now. Mainly because, like, if you could hear us, it'd be fine. But you just, you just can't hear George at all. I tried listening <laughs> back to it, and it was incoherent. But I think one person listened to it. So if that, if you were that one person. I think it might have been oh, rescued. Yes. Um, you do, you still have the, do you still have the recording? Or do you delete that? Yeah, well? I might put it in a blooper reel or something. Yes, yeah. We can, yeah, yeah. It's honestly it funniest moments. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone got through all of that, well, you were yes. in a special, special position. But, um, <laughs> I don't think even, um, even St. Catherine could um, get through that <laughs> yeah. episode. It's because I, I was thinking I've been renewed with a new vigour for podcasting after Matthew's very kind comments about how much he enjoyed. He, he said he binged the podcast. I said he very enjoyed it. And that really made me want to create very high quality content. So the um, yes, the elusive farce I chat had to go. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't very positive, was it? I think I, we talked I, about marriage a lot. <laughs> That's the thing I remember. <laughs> that really didn't happen, yeah. but, um, um, but yes. We'll, we'll we sweep that under the rug. Pardon? We'll sweep that under the rug. Well, what? We'll sweep the um, fireside chat under the rug. Yes. Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, goodbye, fireside chat. <laughs> Hello, rug. <laughs> yes. But no, what's on the itinerary today, Josh? Well, firstly, it's the intro music. That was intro music. I always panic before the intro music comes because I'm like, where am I going to fit it in? Yes. <laughs> that's the ideal moment. You don't want to pack people off their guards. <laughs> yes. um, but that, the, the itinerary today, it's a classic episode, so all you traditionalists should enjoy it. We've got um, Word to the Wise coming up. We've got some good questions. We're going to rehash some questions from the the elusive fireside chat. Hopefully it gives more coherent answers because a lot of you sent ones in. Um, yes. And we're going to just like, talk about the week ahead and what we expect and um the podcast treats that we've got in store for you yes and hopefully give you a big dose of positivity yes a colossal helping and um i think today's episode will be um devoted to not in memoriam of but um devoted to mr barker who gave us such a rave review today and really warmed my heart a really really nice review thank you matthew i hope you enjoyed this one this is for you (laughs) yes it really is but without further ado we'll move on to wwtwwg Yes, so um, my, my word to the wise today is a food-based word to the wise. Hmm. Um, it's about something that you should not eat. <laughs> um, I think they're called, did you say they're called capers? Yes, they're called capers. As in the great Muppet caper? <laughs> the great George caper. 
Yeah. <laughs> and they come in little jars, and they're kind of like pickled gherkins, but round. They're like pickled peas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's or pickled broad beans, maybe. Mm, yes, maybe. Um, yeah, and they're, I think they're like a Turkish food or something. Um, and they're, they're pretty salty and vinegary. Um, but I found out today you're not meant to eat them on their own. <laughs> you found out a few minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> Just a few minutes ago. I can still feel the taste in my mouth. Um, <laughs> I think with something else, they might be quite nice. Maybe I don't know, it's like some cheese or something. Mm, perhaps. Maybe the salad. It tastes quite sort of. I mean, I described it as sort of like dusty, dusty electrics kind of taste. Mm. It has that kind of like staticky, like um, dusty, like fermented kind of taste. It's just not not particularly pleasant. Not very nice. Um, so yes, that's my word for the last today. And I suppose you could extend that. You could flesh that out into something about um, uh, like taking advice from people. Yeah. I know. Yeah. That like makes yeah, sense. It's with, if you're not an expert in something, then ask someone who is. Mm, that's good yeah. one, but make sure they're real expert and not just an expert. Yes, and that's only the correct way to eat capers. Mm, yes. I'm, I'm glad you fleshed that because otherwise your word of the wise is just don't eat capers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, stay away from capers. Stay well <laughs> away. Um, but that's a fantastic word to the wise. And, um, oh, and if you are a caper fan listening, um, do write in and tell us what you like about them. Tell also, us why, yeah. what the heck are they? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, maybe we should do a caper special. This is the caper special. I thought of a fantastic name for the episode, which is the Great Caper Caper. (laughs) So I'm so glad you were talking about capers because now we get a weapon. I've been waiting years to use that title for something. (laughs) Now I can. Awesome. Yeah. Goes on you. Well, that was um, a fantastic word to I hope you enjoyed it. And now we're going to spend the majority of the rest of the episode answering some questions. And since it is a Mr. Barker special, sorry, I'm just going to go off FaceTime to find the question. Um, (gasps) Of no umbrage to the listener who can't see our faces. Um, but Mr. Barker asks us, um, he said, I have a question. And he also hints that he has more if we want them. We do, Matthew. Oh, yes, he says, what books are you reading at the moment? Slash what books would you recommend? So two different questions there. Let's take the, what are you reading at the moment first? Oh, yeah. Honestly, I'm not, well, I'm still getting through, like, Homo Deus. Mm, tell like, us a bit about that. Yuval Noah Harari. I've got a little bit into it, but now I just started it, and I was like, oh, no, I need to read, of course, work instead. So at the moment, I'm mainly reading about, like, um, uh, like models of voting behaviour, mm. which are quite interesting. You have, like, sociological models, um, which are, like, the ones developed in the 50s, generally post-war, and they put people into, sort of, like, sociological camps, depending on, like, their background and their income and stuff. Yeah. And, and voters aren't, don't have much agency beyond that. Then there's more modern interpretations like um, economic theories, where voters are utterly rational and try to um, vote for the party. Well, will vote for the party that they believe will maximise their utility. Mm. So that's pretty interesting. But I would recommend doing that for light reading. Um, will you say any recommendations just generally? Any recommendations? Um, um, no, honestly, no. We can come back to recommendations. recommendations. I'll, I'll say yeah, what I'm yeah, reading at yeah, the moment. No, we'll Some of your recommendations are fictional like any fiction because i want to um read something fictional yes and if you come up with any recommendations later in the podcast just shout it out um <laughs> yes. my, my answer to the reading question is well i always since i've started my degree i have had less time to read fiction which is quite distressing but i think it's very important to still read fiction because it's one of the great joys of life you know you get you get really absorbed yes. in the book in a way that tv or film just doesn't quite deliver absolutely um but at the moment since um 
you know, predictably, I'm reading a Star Wars book, but a fantastic one that has been on my to-read list, my TBR, um, for quite a while. It's called Alphabet Squadron, and it's about all these different, because um, obviously there's X-Wings, Y-Wings, B-Wings, A-Wings, all that in Star Wars. There's one of each, and um, they they go out, and it's in the post-return of the Jedi era, and they go out and, you know, beat up some Imperials, but some fantastic, like, stories about tra- war trauma and, and things like that. And it's very enjoyable. And I'm reading it because the um, Star Wars YouTube channel is doing a reading club of it. So, you know, read along. Yeah, so that's really good. Maybe I'll try that. Um, yes, yes. And it's on sale on Kindle at the moment because the Kindle is a fantastic invention. Oh, yeah, so great. Yeah, yeah. I'm also reading um, Stephen King's The Institute, which I started ages ago and didn't really continue. I'm reading Agatha Christie's The 13 Problems, which is very good. She yes. has 13 problems to deal with. Miss Marple, and she, she tries. Um, and I think that's it at the moment. Also, obviously, academic things. Yes, yes. Oh, wow. Well, that's good you find time to read um, so much fiction. Yes, well, I just um, jam it in. I usually read it before I go to bed, but yesterday I was in no state to be reading, so I, I missed out on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Probably forget it all. <laughs> yeah, yes. In terms of all-time reading recommendation, I would have to say my favourite book is Stephen King's It, which is really long, but really good. Really? I'm not my favourite book of all times. Um, hmm. Let me open my, open my um, bookcase. Open your bookcase. How could you open a bookcase? Oh, have you read um, Have you read Lincoln in the Bartic? No. Could you describe that to me and the listeners? That's quite good. It's um, it's about like Abraham Lincoln, and it's about all these sort of. Uh, I'll try try not to spoil it, but like um, he at the period when his like son dies, and he went yeah. he got quite depressed and, and crazy, and it's him sort of um, basically told from the perspective of like the ghosts and the, the cemetery where. His child buried and they sort of watch him come through oh and explore all these different characters from like sort of early 19th century America um, that have died and they all have their sort of backstories and explores their like hopes and dreams. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's, it's a great book. Oh, um, well, um, I that. It sounds pretty darn spooky. Yeah, it is. It's like in darn the podcast rest. yesterday when no, we it's, were. It's, yeah, yeah. Well, I got scared about ghosts. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Pretty dark. Because yeah. <laughs> it was half eleven and we were talking about ghosts, and George got scared. Well, I, yeah, I always have. So in in the room where we were recording it yesterday, where I was, like we have like um like a sort of hatch going into the the kitchen. Yeah. So I was sitting in that room and the light was on, but then you can see through into the kitchen where it's like really really dark, and I still had that in the corner of my eye, and I kept expecting <laughs> to see some kind of like shadow move, and like. <laughs> I just didn't want to look there because I knew if I looked and something pops up, I would be so scared. <laughs> um, so that was putting me quite to my edge. That's another reason we had to delete the podcast because George was terrified throughout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, um, on the topic of reading and um, and stuff like that, which is a very good question, Matthew, thank you. I recently found, unearthed my old um, fictional writing from what about because i've gone through phases of writing fiction that was last year where i wrote loads of like really horrible horror stories and a few years ago where i wrote like you know more kind of childish things and um it's good read it's out there on the internet if you can um, find it can you send me some of your horror stories yeah i'll send you the kind of some of them are like a really disturbing insight into my (laughs) my, like old psyche (laughs) they're incredibly messed up um I, i think they're quite good they're all written in the style of stephen king Oh, good. So yeah. it's quite easy. It's quite easy. That's um, but I, so that's my recommendation. My childhood horror stories. Just <laughs> <laughs> read my own book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've always wanted to write a book. But yes. I have I've never, never done it. What would you write I'm about? Not really sure what, I, I've started books before. I like, like about a page in and then sort of lose enthusiasm for it. But I to, I've never had like a really 
sort of gripping idea and script me as much as I hope to script the reader. I think um, it would it would be a fantastic idea to you to write like a chapter every day and then on the podcast you could update us. We could just spin off yeah, about we your could, we could, like serialize it. <gasps> oh my god, shall we do a serial? Yeah, we should. Our watch is based. Listeners, please yes. write in if you would like a serialized. We can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah, we should do that. Are we after I this, think... we'll definitely do that. That's a, that's a must. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Certainly. I think you have to. Um, if you're a writer, you have to write about something that. Well, no, okay, because whatever you write has to be like believable, accurate. So I think there's three ways you can do it. Like the hardest way would be to really research a pic, like something that you're writing about. Yeah. You know, like what kind of Hillary Mantel would do writing about <laughs> Jesus or something. Um, so that kind of rules out writing about something like that for me because I I know I can never like do it justice yes. and get things right. Um, and then you know, like I think the best way to do it would be well, another way you could do it would be just to completely make something up like a fantasy world and like where anything goes. Yes, I love doing that. That feels like I think that's good, but then I'm not a massive fan of like fantasy i think it lacks like gravitas because it's not based on anything oh um, i'm a big fan of fantasy and i know mr I, as well so um... i think the best way to do it is to like write about something from your own experience perhaps even yes. something sort of semi-autobiographical um yeah so if i was to write a fiction book i think it would have to be based on like semi-based on my own life Oh, or something, something that I knew about. If we have like your critical climb to vice presidency. Like, yeah, yeah. It's a bit about like um, student politics. <laughs> <laughs> the ins and outs of the GCSE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. But I, no, I've I been quite inspired to write something now. I want to do um, a serialised spin-off drama. Like once yeah, a week we, we can do... Um... Yes, should we do that after? Like, yeah. Yes, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to you on that news. But if you like the idea of a serialised drama voice acted by george and josh and oh my god we can get the listeners to voice act as well <gasps> yeah i guess so oh my god if you want to be in our new our drama that we're now producing please get in contact yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is my new like epic project like whenever i <laughs> i know yeah, yeah, yeah. i was thinking like, <laughs> massive bored, like yeah. <laughs> yeah, massive. um but oh speaking of projects there's big i know this is a bit of a tangent we'll get back to the things momentarily but the stars video is coming on very well and i've got a new interview in the pipeline with a concept designer for doctor who slash star wars slash prometheus which is my favorite one of my favorite movies that's a recommendation go watch prometheus wow um let's hope mark newbold doesn't say it this time (laughs) mr mr bold (laughs) (laughs) yes very bold of him and then uh, what's the next question the next question shall i go to some of the questions that we had in yesterday's podcast which i deleted oh okay yeah okay well i'll um have to quickly access them on the Star Wars chat. But, um, you know, I, I'll talk about how much I love books and writing as I find them. Here's one from Hannah. Um, from Hannah Obi, where do you see yourself in 10 years? I think we can do this justice again. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. I think yesterday I said um, I want to be somewhere where I'm happy mm. in 10 years. Because, well, I know, yeah, but ultimately I think I'm saying that I don't really mind where I am as long as I'm happy about it and I, i'm living a you know a satisfactory a satisfied life oh, yeah um, you've become quite enamored with um village life recently haven't you i have since we've been watching the vicar of Dibley. i think the traditional i i know it's, it's maybe problematic nowadays but the the ideal of a traditional english village is something i think is quite appealing to me i'm not sure <laughs> if i want to be there you know as a young person i think my ideal life would be like i don't know maybe live in london in my 20s 
and have like a good job or something for a bit. And then either I would, I'd like to go into politics, or maybe I've been considering recently that like maybe isn't I don't know, isn't you. the best thing for me. And I'd like to do something a bit less. So work in the you know, spend more time with my family or something. Um, and oh. in that case, yeah, I think a village life would be a life for me. Oh well, you heard it here first. George is going to be a stay-at-home conservative. (laughs) (laughs) That's um, admirable. I think think my, I see myself in 10 years as, I still am quite enamored with the concept of a stay-at-home dad. And I think my Cambridge degree would um, do me justice being a stay-at-home dad. Um, (laughs) I'm still quite enamored with the idea of owning my own bookshop. That's quite high up there. And perhaps being a writer or perhaps, you know, just being a full-time president of Cambridge Stoll Society. <laughs> yes, yeah. I'll keep well, doing masters so I can stay. <laughs> I, yeah, I think it's, I think it's important to have dreams. Like you've got to have dreams, but then don't get too caught up in them. You know, you've got to be versatile and adapt. So like, that's like a positive. But then at point. the end of the day, if you're working towards your dream and you're like, actually, I'm not sure if this is the right thing for me anymore, then don't be afraid to say, well, no, I've got a new dream. Yes. Oh, I'm glad that had a positive spin because I thought you were going to, you know, crush our dreams. But you have to. <laughs> don't, be to yeah, don't be afraid to. Don't be afraid to abandon your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> yes, no, but that's um, a very positive message. I think. But thank you. Yeah, I tried to make it positive. But yes, um, it's an interesting question. And I hope we did this it is, just as it would be answer. This is certainly something that I think I find myself thinking a lot more about. As you get on a bit. As you get on a bit. As I guess, yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as I age, drastically. <laughs> You know, like, we're, we're sort of, seeing things our first year went so quickly, there's only two more of these before we're essentially, we'll be entering the world of work, and we'll be sort of adults permanently. Yeah. And that's kind of a scary thought, seeing as then our destiny is completely up to us. But also a hopeful thought, that we have a destiny. Yes, definitely. Um, Quite an exciting one. Yes, uh, that's very true. Um, do write in, where do you think you'll see yourself in 10 years? You know, give us some yes, ideas, please. give us some new dream stuff to be had. Yeah, <laughs> Um, and I think that brings us to the end of the question segment. Since we spent so long mulling over our futures and the nature of um, literary works, yes. you know, we'll have to bring it to an end there. Yeah, great questions, though. Thanks, everybody. Thanks very much for writing in. And um, do write in with more, and we'll try and give them the full time to answer them. Yes, yes, definitely. Maybe we can, we can use some of the surface questions from today, like next time. Yes, I think so. But again, carry on writing in with your new ones. And we have big plans on the horizon for this week. I think we'll interview some more people. They don't know yet, yeah. but um, I think yeah. I've got some, some my eye on some potential interviewees. And um, we'll do another special as well. Because I think both yes. our Russia special and relationship special both went down the treat. Yeah, definitely. And then look out for our um, serial, serialised drive. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> this, this podcast was did start as a weekly as a daily breakdown of the archers so if we make our own yes. archers that'd be good and then we can make a podcast doing a breakdown of our audio of, of our of our yes, yes. Wow, endless possibilities endless and i hope you feel privileged to have been witness to the start of something great <laughs> <laughs> yes. live recording but um have the best of days everybody and i hope you've got something positive out of today's podcast yes absolutely and um, i second that <laughs> and as always hats off to mr barker Yes, thank you as well.